And that's a bit of the brand new single from my guest, Tegan Gaze. The song is called I Don't Need a Boy, and she is a Kelowna, B.C. Métis artist. Uh, she just released that great single. We'll hear it in its entirety a bit later on in the show. And she also recently announced her signings with both Paquin Artist Agency and Steer, a division of RGK. So we'll ask her all about that. That is amazing. With millions of catalog streams to date and over 11 million TikTok views, Tegan came to the forefront of Artists to Watch with her 2022 release, Messed Up, which surpassed over 700,000 streams on its own. Her success kicked off back in 2021 with her single, I Don't Want to Fall in Love Anymore. Uh, that took home the honor of Trending Track, which is uh, Stingray Radio's program, where they make you the trending track. You get played for a couple of months, get a lot of focus on the song. She hit number 43 on the Billboard Country Music Charts as a result and amassed over 350,000 streams. It's an impressive feat for an independent artist, her follow-up single, Blame the Wine, reached number 46 on the Billboard charts. So uh, this is her fourth single over the last couple of years. My pleasure to welcome Tegan Gaze to the podcast. Hey, Tegan. Hi, Dave. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. We talked back in May, and now here we are uh, with a lot of great new things to chat about. Yes, I know. It's been a crazy, amazing year. Incredible. When you look back on this last year, some of it must feel surreal uh, when you think about all the stuff that's happened, the music, and of course, the signings that we'll talk about. Yes, absolutely. Um, sorry, did you ask a question? Yeah, sorry. I, I may not have ended it on a question, but it must feel oh, surreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, did I miss something? It does. Honestly, it does. It, sorry. It does feel surreal thinking about the last year. Like, I, I still sometimes, like, can't even believe it. And I have to, like, every day wake up because, as you know, in the music industry, you're made, um, it's made up of so many highs and, and so many lows. So every day I just, I really have to, like, think, like, what ha what has this year brought for me? Like, yeah. so much good. And I'm, I'm just very grateful. Yeah, it's a combination of a lot of work talent to get to this point it's what artists hope for to get singles out and have them do as well as yours have and of course let's focus on for a moment the trending track because that is a big uh, part of an artist's career it's a great thing from stingray radio that they do this supporting artists and giving them a chance to get that radio airplay on a bunch of their stations uh, coast to coast in canada and that was for i don't want to fall in love anymore when you got that news wh what did that feel like getting that great news that you were the trending track Oh my gosh, I will never forget this moment because it was the moment that like it like this that moment and that song and Stingray Radio that was my foot in the door. Like I yeah. I had been in the industry for like, you know, a while. I've been releasing music since 2016, but that was my that was my foot in the door. And I'll never forget because I remember listening to the Jim Crespin podcast and mm -hmm. on there, Shiloh Bellis was on there and he was talking about how he wished artists would send their music more to him. And I was like, and at the time I had no idea who this guy was. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to send my song to this guy and, and hopefully like, who knows what happened. I was expecting even just to get some like harsh criticism back from him, <laughs> just something, you know, like yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. And he just sent me back the most like beautiful 
message about my song about how like the song stopped him in his tracks and that just meant so much to me I didn't even know at the time how big of a deal like Shiloh was like you know he's just it's, ugh, it yeah. I'll never forget that moment. I happy danced around my house <laughs> and he was like, like happy dance when I got the email back and he was like, you need to, um, you need to like put this in for uh trending track. And I was like, I don't even know what trending track is, but okay. And <laughs> I did. And I, and the song actually wasn't done yet when I sent it to him. And then when the song was finally done, it was like a couple of months later, I I put it in there and it ended up winning. And, you know, me now, now me and Shiloh are just such good friends and he's just so wonderful. And every time I get a song, I like, I love to send it to him just to, you know, see what he has to say about it. And so that, that was, uh, that was a big thing for me. And, you know, I'll still to this day, just Stingray Radio really, they, I love them to death. That That meant a lot to me. <laughs> Well, there's uh, proof in there that uh, reaching out and not being afraid to reach out and maybe taking a chance. But you sent that song to Shiloh after hearing him on the Crestman podcast. Um, there's a lesson right there to, uh, you know, just take that chance. Absolutely, because I didn't like and I did take a chance. Like I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know. Like, like I said, I was expecting like harsh criticism to like coming back. But then he sent that. I was like, wow, I just like, it was even better that I wasn't expecting it in any, in any way. And I got yeah. it. And it just, it really winning that really validated for me that I was going in the right direction and that I was doing the right thing. And that like my hard work um, was paying off. So it was huge for me at the time. Yeah, absolutely. A big push for the song, a big push for you as an artist, for people to know your name. And the song hits number 43 on the Billboard Country Music chart. So that yeah. is, yeah, that's quite amazing. I mean, um, and let's fast forward to now. We'll, we're going to play the single on the show here in a bit. But let's talk about these, uh, the new signings. This is a huge step for you, um, signing with both Paquin Artist Agency and Steer, which is a division of RGK. Uh, tell me, Tell me about that, how that came about. Yes. So... In this last year, um, ap like after I released, I don't want to fall in love anymore. I was like, okay, I need an agent. I need a manager, and I, you know, I want, like want to work with a label. And I was like, I know that it takes a team, of, a village of people, a team of people to to make it. So I was like, I need all this stuff. And I was like, okay, how am I going to get all this stuff? Um, so again, go to the man, Jim Cressman. I go to him for everything. He's just so knowledgeable and so kind and so awesome. So he told me he's like, when you're ready for a manager, they'll come to you. And so so I, you know, I, I, you know, I prayed on it and um, I ended up finding a manager that I just, I, I love. And, and after I found her and we started working together, which has just been incredible. Um, you know, we, we were looking for a, like a team to work with and like Ron's team is just un real they are like family they are they work so hard there is such good camaraderie within their team and they feel like family to me already and it's still so new working with them and so that to me was like um, that has always been my dream is finding a family to work with mm -hmm. and people that I love that love me that you know are rooting for me and just you can just tell that there's that they that they love you and believe in you and I just feel that so much within their team so I mean to me like you put out in the universe what you want and I just wanted to work with good people I'm working with good people and it was the same with uh with uh with um with Pecan 
um, at CCMAs uh, that was, you know, kind of wanted to keep an eye out and like see like who I could, you know, who who would be a good fit. And um, I met Jason when I was there and he was just, again, like you just meet him and you're just like, you are such a good person and you are so kind and and fun and easy to be around and, and just someone that you want on your team, you know? And so again, like God just like provided for me and um, I want, I wanted to work with him and it worked out and, you know, Tracy, my manager has been, it has been wonderful. You know, she's really, you know, really understands me and, and, and who I want to work with and, you know, how I want to build my team. And so here we are a year later, I have a manager I adore. I have a, you know, a team I'm working with that I absolutely love agent, a label. Like it's just, it's really cool. And it's like people that I just, I love them. That isn't that's amazing when you you connect with not only people who are amazing at what they do and are at the forefront as the people you've signed with, but that you like them as well. What a perfect pairing! It is like yeah. it, it's it was so important to me to feel comfortable and to work with people that I, that I just feel comfortable around and that I can be myself around and that aren't, that aren't wanting to change me but love me for who I am and believe in me for what I am and what I want to do and they do and it's great. Incredible. Let's uh, head back a bit in time to the age of 13. We did talk about this last time on the podcast. You picked up the guitar uh, to play and to eventually write. Did you ever put it down, Tegan, and give up at all? Or whether for the moment you picked up that guitar, was it just with you <laughs> ever since? <laughs> Oh yeah, I've definitely put down the guitar uh, in frustration a lot, <laughs> but you always pick it back up because it's it's just like you can't not. I mean, I I love music so much and I love writing, but like learning the guitar was you know obviously difficult because it, it's a difficult thing. It's not something that you just pick up and you learn. Like it takes a lot of time, and and just like anything, when you're learning, it it can get frustrating. But um, you know, it's the people that persevere and keep going that end up making it you know, mm -hmm. making it to the top at the end. So um, that's kind of just what I did. I kept going and, and don't get me wrong. There was definitely like struggles um, throughout and times where, you know, I wasn't sure if, um, you know, if I was gonna, you know, if I was able to do it, but um, again, you just, you persevere and you keep going because ultimately you just, you friggin' love it. It's your yeah. passion. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. That's what keeps you going during the tough times, as tough as they are. The love of the whole music business, the music itself, and the people. Uh, I know that's what keeps you going, keeps you fired up. Yeah. And once you get a taste of like people reaching out to you, saying things mm -hmm. like your song like changed my life or like your song helped me through a hard time or yeah. like you start hearing things like that and you're just like, wow, like I have the ability to, to do that to people. Like it's, it's addicting. Like I love, yeah. I love knowing that I can do that to people because I've been in their position. I've heard a song that has, you know, changed my life for three minutes or like, you know, changed my mood or just, you know, touched me in ways that like, I didn't even know I could like, you know, ways music can make me feel. And I'm like, the fact that I'm able to do that for others is just, it's like magic. It's really neat. Totally. It must feel, yeah, magical and powerful in a sense. And just to know that you can have that effect. So you mentioned, of course, that songs have done that to you as well. Can you think here on the spot, Tegan, of any song uh, over your lifetime that um, inspired you or, or got you through a tough time? Those kind of songs? Oh, my gosh. One that will always come to mind is Hell of a Year by Parker McCollum. I don't know why, but every time you put that song on, 
um, I could, I could just cry on the spot. Like it doesn't matter if I've listened to it a million times, but that song is so emotional and I'm such a sad girl. Like when it comes to music, I love, I'm like, make me cry, make me cry. (laughs) I just like that, that that to me is like magic that you can just like do that to somebody. And I do love a good sad song, but that song will always just be like, wow, like, like rips my heart out of my chest every time I listen to it and it's just really neat that like songs can do that and and that's just one that comes to mind but there's so many even just a song that like makes you like that makes you feel good it's just like wow that is insane that that music can do that and I'm a huge melody person um it's a it's the melody for me and it always has been like I, I mean I love lyrics too and like I I I um I love like, uh, you know, a good song has either, you know, a good melody or, or good lyrics, but a great song has both. And, uh, and so, I mean, it's so true, but like, I'm definitely a melody girl. So when that melody hits me, (laughs) I'm just like, wow, that's insane that, that that's even like possible. Totally. And and the thing is when we get those kind of songs and we might shed a tear or two or break down and cry a bit we feel better because it's just letting us release and feel something as opposed to feeling down about it it usually makes us feel better yeah it's therapeutic very therapeutic that's incredible yeah i love that uh, music can do that and country music does it to a big degree uh tell me about messed up we're going to hear the song on the show and uh tell me a bit about the story behind that one Absolutely. So I wrote the I wrote this uh, that song messed up in Nashville. It was one of my first writes in Nashville, and I wrote it with Chris Buck, um, Jimmy Thau, and Jordan Orbeck. Yeah. And at the time, I wanted to write something uplifting. We were kind of still in the middle of like COVID, and I wanted to just put something out there that was positive and that you know a feel good song. And when we were in the right, Chris said he's like well I have this title messed up and I was like well it's not very positive (laughs) and then Jimmy (laughs) Thau Jimmy Thau was like oh well let's make it positive and so it was really neat to um it was really neat that we took like I guess you know it's true when you when you hear messed up it doesn't sound like it's a very positive song but then like we turned it into a positive and it was just it was really neat how how we did that and it was such an effortless write and I just I remember when we finished the song listening to it on the way home because we, we got like a demo back that day we demoed it after we wrote it but I was like wow I knew there that we had something really special and um yeah it was a really it was a really special day especially writing music with like now like they're all my good friends and and so um special song for me Oh, you smiles intoxicating. Looks so good it hurts. 
What is the secret to co-writing? You just talked about uh, co-writing the great song Messed Up, which we've heard. What is the secret or what do you need to do to prepare for a co-write? Let's focus on a new co-write. So some writers you haven't ever written with before. How should you approach that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love this question because I just I um, just had, uh, you know, a new uh, write the other day with someone new that I'd never read with before. And it was a big one for me. I was writing with Jeff Trott, who uh, um, works with Cheryl Crow. So like, you know, all of the Cheryl Crow hits. So wow. that was a, I know it was, I was like, oh, OK, so I was like, I knew I was like, KT again. So you want to make sure that you go in with ideas like good ideas solid ideas so I made sure I went in with solid ideas and that um you know I was prepared in that way and you should always be prepared going into a right like whether you just have like you know some song titles or like you know something something down just ideas that you can bring to the table but um I like going into a right um not really like I guess you can have your ideas but not being too like stuck on something like right because you could go into a room with people and everyone's feeling something different at that moment going through their own whatever it is in their life so I like going in being open about what I need so if I'm going in I'm not going to be like I absolutely need this kind of a song today but like no one's really feeling it then it's like I'm not going to make some like make people write things that they're not feeling like I like going into a write and just being open and being like these are my ideas but like how is everyone feeling Mm you're like are do you want is everyone feeling like they want to write something happy or sad like what are we all feeling today not just how I'm feeling how's everyone feeling so to me that's important because um you know if I just it's important to me that way I feel like you always get something better in that way and then another thing with uh, writing I find is just like not not getting stuck on something you know you throw your ideas out and it's just being able to work well with others you know no one wants to work with somebody that isn't open to you know different ideas and different things so it's just you gotta you know appreciate um you know everyone's ideas and take Mm -hmm. them in and stuff like that so all those things um i you know uh think about when i go into a write. that's amazing is there uh any particular co-writer out there Tegan, that you haven't written with yet, that uh, could be somebody local or could be somebody in Nashville or somebody on a huge scale, but uh, any dream co-writer you have in mind? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Right now, I really want to write with Emily Shackleton, Liz Rose, and Kelly Archer. So if you're out there, ladies, I hope you hear this and <laughs> yes. you'll you'll write with me because <laughs> that would be awesome. Contact Tegan, DM her. And, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> these things yes. have been known to happen, right? Uh, a lot of times, well, just like you reached out to Shiloh, um, 
you know, you put it out there and you never know. Absolutely. And you do never know. Like I, um, I, I'm still very hopeful. I know what will happen. Um, so I'm, you know, and that's why it's also important when you go into a write with a new writer too, you want to make sure that like, you know, you're, you're pulling your weight and you're doing a good job because then they'll like recommend you to other writers too. Like, Hey, I wrote with so-and-so and they were really yeah. good, you know? So I want to make sure that, uh, you're, you're always pulling your weight and you're not being lazy because you never know like who you could possibly yeah. be writing with next. Good point. So, yeah. Every yeah. time you're doing it, it's like your calling card and it's going to uh, add to your reputation. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. Have you had any advice over the years, Tegan, since you started pursuing music from back in 2016 uh, from somebody, I will ever level their ad, whether it's an artist or a producer or something, but somebody who's able to give you some advice that uh, you really were able to take to heart? I think the biggest piece of advice I've gotten that is, you know, stuck with me that I haven't heard just from like, you know, one person, but, um, but multiple times is, is to enjoy your highs, enjoy them when you have a, a mini success of any sort, enjoy it and, and just like take it all in because, because you can be like high in the sky the next day and you can be down in the dirt the next because that's just the industry we're we're in so mm -hmm. when something exciting happens like really just take the time to take it in and enjoy it because it, it goes by fast <laughs> so that's always been yeah. in, um, something that I try and remember um, even like when I released like my latest single I'm like you get so much love that day and so many exciting things happen at once when you release a song it's like you really just need to like take it all in and sit back and enjoy it because it, it's uh, it's just an it's an exciting time yeah. so I try and do that with with everything and even to like I know that it's it's not always going to be rainbows and, and butterflies. And so like when I'm down and I'm sad about something for whatever reason it might be with 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 music, I'm just like, you know what? Yes, I have a right to be sad right now. Be sad about it. But you know what? Like this is how it is. And, to, and next week is completely different. Tomorrow is completely different. And something will bring me back up and I will be excited you know, about right. something else. Something else is going to happen. So it's just important to understand that you're going to be down and you're going mm -hmm. to be up and to just acknowledge that and know that it has that that's just how it is. And that yeah. has nothing doesn't define you and your career or anything. It's just that's how it is with everybody yeah. in life. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great perspective to know that Better days are ahead. And if you're in a low moment, it's going to turn around and then to celebrate the high moments, because when they come along, you really want to make the most of them and not uh, uh, not appreciate what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And also for something, too, is uh, someone said something the other day. It's like, you know, maybe you didn't win this something. You didn't get this something. Someone else did. But just think about that one person out there that did get it. You know, think about how excited and happy they are, because just like you, they prayed on this and they were patient and they wanted this so bad. So just be grateful for the person out there that is, even though you're low because you didn't necessarily get what you wanted, someone else out there is so, so, so happy right now. And your time is coming. So, you know, just be happy for that person that yeah. did get it because it's exciting for them and be patient because your time is coming. So I love that. Another great perspective from Tegan. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I love it. It's all, yeah, it's perspective and how you see things. And that's how um, they'll reflect uh, within you, I guess, or resonate within you. Uh, let's talk about I Don't Need a Boy, which is that brand new single you've got out there. And I understand there's a music video coming for this, coming out for it uh, in November? 
Yeah, soon. Like it's coming out soon. I don't even, Great. I don't even know when it's coming out, but I know it's coming out soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's done and it's, and it looks so cool. So I can't wait for, um, I can't wait for everyone to see it. It's definitely, it's definitely something I'm very, very proud of. And I just had so much fun making it. And again, I loved everyone I worked with on this. So I'm excited for this one. Great. We can't wait to see it. So we'll keep uh, an eye on your socials for the release of the music video. But tell us about the single, I Don't Need a Boy, and you've described it as uh, a fun song about feeling strong, fierce, and being perfectly and incandescently happy on your own. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a little background story of this song. I wrote this with Patricia Conroy, Dwayne Thompson, and Jeff Johnson. Wow. And yeah, and it was such a, it was again, like one of those effortless writes. It was my first time writing with Pecon and Dwayne, and um, I was really nervous going into the write, but uh, we get on a Zoom because I was back in Canada at this time, and Dwayne and Patricia are in, um, are in Nashville. And uh pecan was like i've had this like uh kind of like little um line stuck in my head uh, since i was driving to the right it's like i don't need a boy and she kept saying that and we were trying to figure out at this time we were passing our ideas around and i was like oh i was like i really really like that and even though at the time like i had a boyfriend i was happily in a relationship but i was like there was just something about singing about being independent like even for it's not even just a song about like not needing a um a boy or not wanting a boyfriend or anything mm -hmm. like that it's just kind of like you know knowing that you you know we of course we we love boys and everything we want boys like that's just in you know our nature but um it's just knowing that you don't need them to be happy like you're so good on your own and it just it's such a feel-good song like it literally is like an anthem and so that's been really exciting to hear people like message me and be like you know what i'm happily married but this song is my jam you know like it's just cool <laughs> to hear people say like cool things like that you know they're like it's my morning song like that gets people amped up and it, and it fuels people's like fire in the morning and it's just it's a pump-up song it's an anthem to just like yeah you know, to just shout out like hey like i i'm like an awesome person and i'm i'm so good on my own you know what i mean like i got this got lots of room in my closet no cowboy's hat on my door i don't have his number i lost it i don't need that trouble no more no prints in my king size bed no drama feeling up my head
Yeah, anthem is a great word for it. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. That makes me really, that makes me happy that uh, people are feeling so good when they listen to it. Um, and I knew the moment I wrote it too. I was like, this song is so cool. I actually remember calling my boyfriend at the time on the way home. I was like, so I wrote this song. It's called, I don't need a boy. He's like, uh-huh. I was like, it's really good. I was like, but no, he just laughed. It was hilarious. And that is um, funny. He, it was, it was funny. Cause I was like, it wasn't my song title idea, but like, <laughs> anyway, it was it was funny <laughs> yeah you got to make sure he understands it too yeah. yeah it's your song but yeah. uh, not your title yeah yeah exactly but e and even then like it's it's I mean it's not definitely not a song about like hating boys in any way right, it's just exactly. about like you know feeling feeling good on your own yeah. you know you can do it you are so strong and independent and you got this so that's kind of what uh, I would love for people to take from it and if you happen to be going through a breakup or something, then yeah, you could use it like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it works in that scenario for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's amazing. Now it was Patricia Conroy, Dave, Dwayne Thompson, and the uh, fourth writer. Uh, Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johnson. Thank you. Sorry. It slipped my mind just momentarily, but Jeff is amazing. Um, what was it like writing with those three? Cause they're all amazing writers. I know Jeff is a producer. I guess Dave is as well, uh, but yeah. all solid songwriters. Um, what is it like writing with people at that level? Oh my God. It's so awesome. Like they are, those are three of like insanely talented songwriters. Like every time I write with them, we always get something, something good. And, um, I mean, like, it's just, I, it's, it's exciting. I get so excited yeah. when I'm writing with them because we always get something good. And, uh, I, I write with Pecan and Dwayne a lot. Like I just had to write with them the other day and we got again, like just a really cool song. Like they always just bring these really cool ideas and, and they're so, they're so quick on their feet and they're so smart and they're so witty. And, and same yeah. with Jeff, like, he's just like, he's always got like, you know, I, I love writing with Jeff. He paints like such a, it's never just like, Oh, like the, you know, the truck, it's always like the, the, turquoise like he just he paints like these crazy pictures like rusted up truck that like it's right. just he paints a really cool picture and um so it's it's really neat with it and they're all have their different styles too which is really cool so it's it's pretty an, it, exciting writing with them because i know that i'm going to get something good oh yeah that's amazing yeah painting pictures i find that's that's hard because you know you can write lyrics that are um uh, simple or not even simple is the word, but just, it is hard to describe with those pictures, as you said. So what a great talent Jeff has. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting writing with him always because I'm like, man, I never would have thought of saying it like that. Right. And uh, so it's cool to watch him when he's, when he's doing it. Yeah. That's gotta be great to watch. And I, I've done some songwriting and watch, you know, brains work to see people, uh, especially at that level, of course, um, as their creative process is underway. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. And you learn too, like you, um, you watch and then, you know, you learn things too. So I've, I've learned a lot from, from all three of them. Like, you know, do I do thing I love about Dwayne is like, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll write a line. And then like, he's like, I want to one up it, you know, this is really good. Like, this is really good, but like, let's keep going. Like, let's see how, let's push this till we're like happy. And so it's cool. He, it's just, they're not lazy, you know, they're, they yeah. work hard and they, and they do a great job pecan uh, the thing i love about her is like she just like she always just comes in with like not just titles but she already has like these melodies like in her head that are just so awesome 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, cool. Okay. Nice job, P. Let's, let's roll with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I like what you said. Uh, Dwayne said, let's up, up this line and get it better. Cause like you said, I, I know writers can, you can end up just kind of writing and saying, okay, well it's done, but you know, take the time to go back and rewrite. They say, I guess one expression is so, uh, great songs aren't written. They're rewritten. A hundred percent. Yes. You lay down your body and then you're like, okay, this body needs some work. <laughs> exactly. Make it better. Take, yeah, it's what we've got, what came out, float out naturally now, tweak it and make it uh, a bit better. Have you ever, Tegan, um, considered or have you written songs for other artists or tried to write a song, whether it's uh, obviously with co-writers or, or by yourself, but that you thought, I'm going to try to pitch this song to another recording artist? Absolutely. I've been doing that a lot more now that I've been coming down to Nashville and, and writing a lot with the writers down here. Um, and that's always uh, so fun to do as well. But even like, say if I write a song and I find like it d- doesn't, it came out where I don't necessarily think it fits, you know, me mm-hmm. um, or what I'm going for. Like, I'm like, Hey, well, well let's just pitch this to somebody else. So that's yeah. always really cool that that's an option. And, um, um, and stuff like that but uh, yeah it's fun all there's so many ways uh like avenues to take within and and they're they're all fun i love writing for myself it's fun writing for others and if it doesn't fit for me it's fun to pitch it absolutely yeah and you could end up writing something that as you said might not fit you but maybe you want to get it out of your system maybe it's a more of a redneck song than you might write but uh you you still have it in you to write, but it just might not be one you sing. So you can have the fun of writing it and then trying to hope somebody else will uh, will record it. Yeah, absolutely. If I had some someone come up to me like I, I think uh, when we when we wrote messed up, we were like you know everyone was like this sounds like a Kelsey Ballerini song. They're like, would you mind if we pitched it? I'm like, uh, yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. Please yeah, pitch please. It to Kelsey Ballerini. Like <laughs> so. Um, That'd be cool, to say the least. I was like, that would be awesome. Please take my song. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, When you look ahead on your music career, it's been an incredible year for you, Tegan, with those signings with Paquin Artist Artist Agency and Steer, which is a division of RGK, and, of course, all the singles, including your current one. But when you look ahead, um, what would you like to see happen in the next couple of years in your career? Oh, yes. Well, I think the biggest one for me is I want to go on tour. I am just itching to get out and go um, out on tour now that I have an agency and I'm I'm just I'm excited to get out and start playing some more live music. I had a gentleman named Ron come down to. to Kelowna this summer and um, choreograph my live show. Never had anything like that happen before. Like I was a competitive figure skater growing up. So we did a lot of choreography with like in figure skating like all the time. So I hadn't done that in so long. So it was so cool to have someone come up and do that again. Like mm-hmm. I love taking direction. I'm really good at it and I enjoy it. I love being told what to do. And so it was cool. Um, and he was so great too. So that was fun. And so now I'm like, I have this, you know, choreographed show that I'm just like dying to get out and, and, and perform. Nice. So I'm excited for that. So tour is probably like my number one biggest thing that I'm excited for. 
um, uh, in the next, you know, like year. I want, I mean, I want to just have this to happen ASAP, but you know, yeah. <laughs> patience, whenever it happens, it'll happen. Um, and then putting out an album, I've been working really hard. I'm, I'm down in Nashville right now, right. writing music. And so I'm, I'm, wow. you know, I'm excited to put out an album. Amazing with four singles already out there uh, towards that album and the, and the other singles you'll add to it. Incredible. You have an amazing voice, Tegan. I always love listening to your songs and your new stuff. So a real pleasure to chat with you on the show again. It's been a blast. Yes, this was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for, for new music. Um, you know, I got some really exciting things uh, coming, coming up um, for releases. I just wrote a song with uh, Chad Kruger and oh, wow. uh, Kadu. Yeah, like I and it's uh it's a great song. Him and Chris Baseford are producing it and I'm really excited for this one. So um that's coming up. I'm excited about that. But uh so that's something to to be excited yeah. about and stay yes. tuned for. So um but yeah, it's been it's been a wonderful year and I'm just I'm very grateful. So Congrats on everything again, Teague, and uh, I know more great stuff is on the way for you. Yeah, thank you so much, Dave. My pleasure. Once again, I've been speaking with Kelowna, BC Métis artist Teagan Gaze. Her brand new single is I Don't Need a Boy. I'm Dave Woods, keeping it country.